know that each stage of life is unique and can be hard. We also know that you may have questions through it all. So meet Harvest with Sierra and Lee. We want to be with you in the moments of uncertainty and bring light and life to each question. Are we qualified to be giving advice? Barely. But we know some powerful women who are. Every other week, we'll bring you a podcast that we hope will encourage you, make you laugh, point you towards joy, help you think rightly about your season and the Lord. So let's reap an abundant harvest together. I'm Lee. I'm Sierra. And we are so glad to be back with you after a week hiatus. Yeah, a short week hiatus that just caught us all off guard. And you know, it never fails that you guys are the ones who noticed because <laughs> someone literally texted us and was like, hey, we didn't hear a release. No winners have been announced. And we were like, no, thanks for keeping us accountable. So sorry. My friends. <laughs> we, are, we are trying. Yes. We are trying. And we've done really good so far. So Mostly good. For people who are keeping a track record. Yeah. We made it across the country to record a podcast, so... And yeah, and we came back we, and we, Yeah, we're doing okay. We're doing good. Um, I will also say that in, it, it's my fault, because Sierra came over last week to record. Not your fault. 100%. No, I think we both felt that way. Okay. And I was like, girl, I just don't got it in me today. Yeah. I do not... I just told her, I'm like, everything that is in my heart right now is too heavy and too sad, and I don't want to broadcast it to totally. all of the podcast. I could tell, like, I was feeling that way, and then when, like... We had been here for like an hour just staring at each other. And we, I was just like, it's, I had already in my heart, I was like, it, we have nothing to bring to the table today. So it was like, I think it was a good, I think it was a good, not break. We didn't need a break, but it was Full like. pause. Yeah. I think it's honest. Yeah, it is And that's honest. okay. Th- yeah, it is honest. But then our plan to like, hey, let's reconvene on Thursday. Let's <laughs> like make it like, okay, we'll, we'll try again on Thursday. We'll, yeah. Surely we'll be better. And no, Sorry for everybody's ears that just had to listen to me very loudly. <laughs> Is it, Ethan, yeah, we'll get there, but it just did not happen to reconvene on Thursday. But thanks for hanging around for this one. We yeah. appreciate it. And so... Y'all are much more faithful to this than we are sometimes. We love y'all so much. Yeah, seriously. We, y'all, y'all are what keep us going. Literally, we got a card today oh, so in the sweet. mail. It was so precious from a friend who was like donating to our giveaway and she like wrote us handwritten cards and it was really sweet and like even in there she just like told us like why why this has like been important to her yeah and so it's like we always need the encouragement yeah I think. it's like, good it's always really sweet because it's kind of weird talking to each other yeah about things we usually have already talked about <laughs> totally. so let's recap our friendship yeah <laughs> what, we've, what we've done through together this every week. time but when we know that it's like it's actually meaningful and the lord is using it to to, to do a work in somebody else's heart. That's right. Then it's like, hey, actually, this is like, this is why we keep talking. This is why we yeah. keep sharing because we know we're not the only ones who, yeah, like, need it. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I feel like the thing that, like, most people come back with is, is like, we might not be, like, delivering, like, earth-shattering mm-hmm. old dead guy book status convictions. Totally. But we are coming, like, everyone that always talks to us is like, this is the exact encouragement that I needed. Like, this is the thing that Lord has been speaking to me. And you guys just, like, encouraged me to press into it. Like, and so it just, what, what was born as, like, a small vision in my heart yeah. has, like, grown and actually has been beneficial. And so we're really grateful. Yeah. And we're happy to be here when we can be here. Yeah. So it's fun. And it's fun because we will get little touches, like, those handwritten cards that we got. Those are, that's fun. And then, like, randomly meeting people in mm-hmm. different circles that are like, 
oh, I know you. I listen yeah. to you. That's fun. But also, I, I got a text just this morning from someone so, who so. listens that I'm like, I know that she listens, but when yeah. she texted me, I was so confused about why she was texting me a joke that I didn't think that she knew. So funny. Because it was about Ryan's um, See. Spanish. <laughs> yes. And speaking, Spanish speaking in Greece. And uh, his little slip up when he said, see. And she texted me a, um, a video from TikTok. And she was like, this is Ryan. So <laughs> I was funny. like, that's hilarious. How do you know that? Oh, duh. We talked about it on the podcast. So funny. I love that. It was so funny. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Made me laugh really hard. It was like. Also, that still makes me laugh. I know. I can't tell you. I was calling a friend, um, or one of our friends, her name's Esther, and I was calling her to talk to her the other day, mm-hmm. and her husband, Jimmy, was like, I guess it was on speakerphone, so he could hear it, and he was like, Sierra, I have got to tell you. He was like, I just came back from hanging out with Ryan, and he was like, and he told me, and I, like, already both of us are like, we can barely get anything out, because we were just, like, busting a gut again. And he was like, you're the only one who picked up on it. And he was yes. like, it's, he was like, it's because you're so, you're so quick and you're so witty. And I'm like, actually, I think it's because if anybody else would have done it, I wouldn't have noticed, but because it was Ryan and I'm like, we, Ryan and I have like this very brother sister yes. relationship. Yes. And so I was like, as soon as it happened, I knew I like in my heart, I was like, I will forever hold this yes, in totally. my heart over you. <laughs> I wish that, I wish that people could be a fly on the wall during those like those months that you and Ethan and Nora lived with us because it did feel like siblings. Yes. Like you and Ryan. Like he give he like gives no wiggle room. No. Like you slip up, you make a slip in your speech, you slip up doing anything and he is on you forever. Quick, quick and he doesn't let you live it down. Yes. Um, and for a, for a man who Yeah. And for someone who doesn't ever do it. I know. It's like you when you when you get it. I know. So I'm riding that out till totally. forever. Totally. When I first started dating Ryan, I I felt very out, like like an outsider. He's got three siblings, his mom and dad, and they all, you know, being all at the house. And that was how they love each other. Yes. Like they love each other with hard, quick wit and sarcasm. I grew up as an yeah. only child with my mom and dad who did nothing but lavish love and compliments on me. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when, when asked why you have no toxic trait, you're like, oh my God. Loving, <laughs> my loving compliment. You're so right. <laughs> we, we will tie that back okay, in a second. Yes. Okay, it's all coming <laughs> childhood. So uh, they lavish uh, love yeah. and compliments. Mm-hmm. But when I got into Ryan's family, I was like, wow, all of you hate each other and you hate me. This is awful. And then I realized like, oh, actually, this is how you treat people when you love them. Like, Oh, yes. this is like just like the banter is like no, it's yeah. not mean. This is like you're part of the family now. That so we're gonna banter with you, um, and so yeah, that's he just grew up his whole life. Yeah, doing that, and so that's how he loves people. A hundred percent. I'm the youngest of five. You get it. I get it. I I literally was telling Nora because her and Abel were picking on each other. And she's getting so ticked because he like he loves it. He loves when she gets mad. Yeah. And so he's like aggravating her on purpose. And I'm like, Nora, do you know that I, I'm like literally my brothers and sisters used to hold me down and tickle me till I'd pee on myself <laughs> just for just for just laughs. Laugh about it. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, Why would they do Aww. that? And I was like, Well, I've done you an injustice if you're having to ask why. And I'm like, yeah. Also, it will happen. Like yeah. it, you just pick on each other. You so, just like to do it. Very much mine and Ryan's relationship. Totally. So totally. That's why that forever will be. And Jimmy and I laughed for probably 10 more minutes just roasting him. And it was great. But I always follow those roastings with honor because Ryan is also one of the godliest people I know. And I love him dearly. So I'm always like, 
Guess what he said. But also, you take every word he says <laughs> into your heart because you need it. It's so true. So it's funny. Scary. Okay, so we mentioned it earlier. We have an icebreaker. Yeah. We've been, like, toying around with this one for a little while, but every time I mention it, I know Ethan told me for, right off the bat what mine was, and then the more I've thought about it, I've gathered some. And I just shut th- it down every single time. For I'm like, three weeks, one. she's like, I don't have a t- I haven't said it until today. <laughs> I haven't said it until today. Okay, so our icebreaker was, like, what is your funny, toxic uh, trait? Obviously pride. Okay. And literally every time, you guys, she's like, I don't think so. I don't know. And then today she's like, I, did, I just can't think of one. We need to ask Ryan. And I'm like. You don't, you don't you have can't a toxic trait. I'm like, I I see these on Instagram. I see, I, and they're so funny. But then I told Sierra, I just can't think about bad things about myself too much. I just get sad. <laughs> so I just choose not to think about them at all. And now we know why. And now we know why. It's because my parents just laugh They were like, there the is no sad mm-hmm. thing here, Lee. You no bad things. You are all good and precious. And that's, and and that's a right. That's like a parent. A parent does feel that way. There's but a little bit of injustice there, though. A little bit. I'll say a lot of it, because that led me to grow up and... No, I mean, if someone told me no, it was, like, earth-shattering. Yes. I'm like, we are never friends again. Yes. You are on my list. There is, like, a... There is just, like, a... It's, like, easy for a parent to just be, like, there's nothing wrong with you. Everyone else is wrong. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much... <laughs> but that's not the truth. No. So, I have done some some reflection today. Yes. I do yes. have toxic traits. Yes. I do. Yeah. Coming to grips with them. No. Okay, I'm, proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. We should this is going to be an intervention for toxic it traits. Will. It will. Your, your toxic trait is that you think you have none, but everybody else knows what they are. Sierra's <laughs> <Stop. laughs> like, I'm too kind, but let me pull out my notes from the past 10 years of friendship with you. I wouldn't, first, I would never. Um, second, if I had a list, it would be of all the things I love about you love because you. that is who I am. See? And only Why people. Why are my bestest yeah. friend in the whole world? I'm like only. It's only people I don't like that I keep the list about. Oh, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. totally kidding. I don't. I don't actually have anybody I dislike. So. Same. Hashtag godly. <laughs> um. Okay. So toxic traits. Okay. What's yours? Okay. Ethan said my toxic trait is I will never finish a drink. It is if I make it at home, if I buy it, it does not matter. It will not be finished, and I am gonna leave it. Wherever the last place I drink it is. It's true. Yeah. It is, there, do you know there's a Milani in my laundry room right now? Oh, on the top shelf. And I've seen it there for two and a half months. I was doing laundry one day. And I was like drinking my drink. I was folding my clothes. And then I got distracted. And every time I go in there, I'm like, away. Ethan's right. Which leads me to my next toxic trait is I just don't throw things away. You do not throw things away. I have noticed this. Yeah, I just leave it. In other people's homes, I would never do that. But mm-hmm. in my home, I'm like. You're like, I'll get it later. Yeah. And there's never a later because I have three kids. So toxic traits. Okay. So mine, I think there's like, we, we, we came to the agreement that a lot of people have the same toxic trait, but I think I have it to the nth degree because I believe so highly (laughs) in my ability to eat healthy during the week. Yes. I will will load up on veggies, like all the bell peppers, Mm -hmm. green onions, bags of salad, boxes of like mixed greens tomatoes yes all of the things and then it just sits in my refrigerator and I just wait until it's like liquidy to throw it away yeah you're like "Hmm." when you open up your fridge and you're like what is that smell of broccoli oh yeah you like open up the veggie drawer and it's like the whole thing yes so that is that is one of my toxic traits is that I believe really highly I have very high expectations for for the week the week and they just don't come especially like a good planner like a good a a person who's like a good planner like they think about these things they're like those are the people that are like yes Here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to be honest. If someone would just make it for me, I'd eat it. 
Totally. <laughs> just totally. Hence why I, I don't even think I've bought groceries since we've been back from Greece. Okay, I just did. I'm like... <laughs> We were like, we were like, what is in the freezer? What yep. is like, we did orange chicken. We've had pizza out the ones you like chicken. Yes. Rice. It's like been the worst. I it just, it's been so busy. I feel like. And so we like, we like hopped off the plane and I literally hopped off the plane two text messages about like getting stuff done for church. And yeah, so it yes, was like, yes, yes, it's just been like too, like so fast paced yes. and I 100% have not bought groceries. Yes. There's actually still a bowl in my fridge, which is why I said that, from when McKenna and Ryan were watching my kids. And it smells so bad. And every day I'm like, I'm going to do it. You're like, I need to get it. Toxic trait. I'm not doing it. Not doing it. Okay, I'm going to actually do it now because I've said it out loud and that's embarrassing. I had another one. What did I say my other one was? Mm, I can't remember now. Me either. There's no toxic traits. We started talking about pet peeves. Her toxic trait, she doesn't throw anything away. Oh, mine is, Uh, I will intentionally see something that needs to be either picked up in my house, but it's not mine. And so then I just will say to myself, I'll just see, I'll just wait and see how long it takes somebody else to pick it up. Yeah. And then I just get frustrated and frustrated and frustrated. Nobody else picks it up. So then I pick it up and then I'm mad about it. I'm like, I've brewed on it for so long. So long. Could you get the shoes out from the staircase? And they're like, did you tell me to do that already? I'm like... (laughs) In my mind, I told you five days ago to do yes. it. Why should I have to tell you to do it? They're on the stairs. So funny. That's another one. Listen, this the is not... The biggest toxic trait is just thinking I don't have any, so jokes on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Okay, but... Okay, we just had a few thoughts for today. Yeah. Yeah, just a few. And then, uh, like, a recap at the end of, like... Not a recap, but, like, a what's to come. Like, yes. we have some big plans for October, and we're really excited. Mm-hmm. October is my favorite month that leads to my actually favorite month so october november are my it's favorites it's like your pre-game month yeah it's like my pre-fave november to my is your favorite. favorite november is my favorite month Why? i just love it it's like typically it's like it's started to get in the cooler temperatures oh, yeah. it's like less less moody texas weather oh, more stable yeah. you're like you can count on opening your door a little extra oh, yeah keeping windows open yeah i like yeah. put on my i made a fall playlist it's like cozy worship music yeah just like light my cinnamon candles no one's gonna judge you for it because it's october nobody wants cinnamon in october but i do yeah so i really love november thanksgiving's my favorite holiday i know i live for november it's my fave but october is the precursor to it so we're getting close yeah so it's my second favorite yeah, so October we got some big stuff and we're really excited. Yeah, and we'll um we're waiting we have to wait just a couple of days for the giveaway. To get the very last thing for our giveaway. It's which is the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So get y'all get excited. This is a really good gift. It is a good gift. And that's like Leanne and I love to give good gifts. So that that should feel ministry to you because <laughs> I'm like it's a Stanley Cup and we had to wait yeah. until they restocked at our Dick's Sporting Goods at October 6th. Yeah, we were watching we were watching the clock. So that's what we were doing. She accidentally said today was October 6th and I like panicked a little bit you on did. the inside. I was like, Ugh. it was October 4th. Yeah, Sorry, we're Becca. We're still good. If you listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I will let Lee start with one of hers and oh, then great. yeah, and then I'll formulate and we'll just roll from there. Okay. Um, so there's been like a, a, something that I've been listening to that I just haven't been able to quite let go. Um and I think I've told y'all before, I love Elizabeth, Elizabeth Elliot so, so mm-hmm. much. I got um, the book that she was, like, 
quoting out of one of her last podcasts that I was reading. I told Sierra, I was like, I'm so bummed because I really don't like reading it. It's so slow. It's the memoir of Amy Carmichael, right? Yeah, A Chance to Die, I think. Yes. Um, And I really, really, really wanted to love it, and I just haven't loved it. Told you. (sighs) I know. Rest in peace. I know. I need to, like... The the girl who gave it to me, who let me borrow it, she, like, had her bookmark still in it. And it's, like, right. It's just a little past her I am. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's so slow. Nobody can get past it. But I'm just going to have to, like, just do it because I know it's going to be filled with so much good stuff. Um, but in in one of her uh, latest podcasts I listened to, I started from the very beginning. And she's talking about, um, I think she calls it a, a contest of wills. Um, but basically, like, just... Coming to grips with the thing that, okay, I'm going to, I'll just start, I'm, I kind of, this is like middle yeah. of my notes, but the thing that stuck out to me most is she said, um, if I needed it, I would have it. And what I don't have, I don't need. That's right. That's like trusting God's sovereignty. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I don't, that, I know that that's true. Yeah. Like, I know that that's true. Yes. But when you like start to match up like uncomfortable, unpleasant realities with that statement. Yeah. Ugh. you're That's like for real like this sucks like this actually sucks um she said that one of her friends elizabeth elliott had a friend that called her and was like i need you to pray for me i need you to pray for our family right now we our living conditions are the worst so they're like ministered missionaries overseas and they were living in a basement of some other missionaries that they were serving with and it was her and her husband and like her three or four kids just in a basement yeah. And she was like, I need, we need a, we need a different house. We cannot do this anymore. She was like fed up, which I am totally, I'm like legitimately, I think that I could have, I see myself could have been there too. Like yeah, a small space and lots of kids, um, and overseas, yada, yada, yada. And Elizabeth said, um, no, I'm not going to pray for that. You have (gasps) all that you need. And she was like. You could just feel uh-huh. the shock and the tension yeah. through the phone line, and I'm like, "Dang, Elizabeth, that was a that was a dart." Like, Seriously, you holding nothing back. But then I'm like, I don't know where the, I I honestly the podcast kept going, and I just kept thinking, who in my life would I receive that well from? Like, yeah, <laughs> well, that is a harsh rebuke. That and, is hard. And I'm like, could 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 am I am I ready to receive? like such a rebuke if one of my I'm like and I I I do have a longing in my heart for my friends to like that's right tell me yeah tell me when I'm being ridiculous like don't let me get away with like grumblings and complaining like remind me of like the good things of the Lord but that was a sharp one mm-hmm. I'm like okay she has a roof over her head her family is protected like they they had all that they needed and anything that they didn't have they didn't need right now that's right I'm like ugh. Okay. It's hard. Yeah, like, Lord, like, I don't want to have, um, like, a grumbling spirit, like, about anything. Like, anything. Yeah. Elizabeth Elliot calls it, like, keeping a quiet heart. Like, trusting that what we, what we have, what the Lord has put in front of us, whether it's the situation for, like, relationship or finances mm-hmm. or home, you could, like, in any, in any of it, like, trusting the sovereign will of God and, like, really uh yielding our will under his to be like okay this yeah. is this is what you have for me and i'm thankful for it That's i'm right. not just okay i'm not okay with it i won't just get by but like thank you thank you for this but when i think about that statement and that mindset along with like really really awful things that i wouldn't wish upon anybody that totally. people are walking through 
I'm like, we, I have two, um, this sounds so silly, but two people on Facebook, but one's, one's family and one's a friend. Um, in the same week, both started losing their hair because of chemo treatments for mm-hmm. breast cancer. And I'm like, could I, if I were ever in that situation, would my, like, I want my heart to be poured out enough to know that, like, the Lord is with me. To right. have everything that I need and anything that I don't. Trusting the Lord. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's, a, that's like the big, heavy stuff. Yeah. Part of it. I don't know. It is. It reminds me of when we were going to that homeschool conference and you and I were talking, like, how do you, like, you, you were asking, like, how do you take a really big, like, truth like this, like, a really big conviction and like disciple that into someone Mm -hmm. and I was like I was seeing that like it's one of those things that I feel like you you can say it and you can say it and you can say it and you can give examples of other people you Mm -hmm. can give examples in your own life but until someone is like in that position yeah of yielding it this like that like I mean you just said it you're like I know this in my heart is true but what I respond like what I receive it's because it's like there are these big truths and these big convictions that we we bank our like our discipleship on in our walk with Jesus in our walk yeah like I'm saying I trust you emphatically yeah. no matter what but until that right tr- now yeah until <laughs> that trust is like called into question and you have to really like put yourself into that position then it's like you don't actually like and I'm not saying you don't know like your answer like I feel like your answer would is like usually like yes 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 I yeah, trust yeah, the Lord course, I trust the Lord. Not you, anybody. Any, yeah, I hear you. But it's like, when that is really in front of you, mm-hmm. and you're having to face it, mm-hmm. that like easy passive, like, yes, 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 I trust the Lord, really becomes like, oh, good God, do I, do I trust yeah. you? Yeah, and then you have, And then you have to find that out. And But once you do, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is your conviction. Yeah. That is your fundamental building block to your walk with it's Jesus. But until that happens, it's just a truth that you believe in your heart. Yes. For someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Or right? even, well, yeah. And it's like in the hope. It's just a hope that you believe it enough. A hope that, yes. A hope is a perfect word. You're like, I hope that I believe this. And if yeah. I'm ever asked, like we'll see. Pedal, yeah. When the, yeah. When it, when it really comes down to it, like, I hope that, I hope that I, I believe there's like somebody said it. Was it Smith's Wigglesworth or something? I don't know. Somebody said it. Ryan would know. That Ryan would know because I'm hearing him quote it in my head right now. Yeah. Um, oh, to believe all that we say we believe. Oh yeah. Like gosh, everything that we say that is true about it's the probably going to be the title of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like rarely is everything. I mean, like I could I could say so yes. much truth to what I know that what I that that I know that I know that I know is true yes. about God, but has not been um, put to the fire yet. That's right. Yeah. Um, I remember going through a really a rocky season in our marriage. All of our kids were little, and Ryan was working crazy hours and pastoring a church. I was staying home kind of uh, against my, not against my will, but I was, like, yeah. not happy. I wanted to stay at home, but I wasn't happy at home yeah. type of thing. Um, and I can remember us, like, making some real breakthrough with the Lord and telling Ryan, like, People do not know what they are vowing to when they get married. A hundred percent. Like you, you don't know what you mean when you say Oy. Uh, in in good times and in bad, for richer for poorer, in sickness, in and, sickness health. and in health. Like all of those things, it's all just set on this hope. Yeah. I hope that. Yeah. I hope that this all you know. But when the pedal comes, 
I keep wanting to say pedal to the metal. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> when the push comes to shove, when push comes to shove, or yeah, one of those things. When the when the when the crap hits the fan, yeah, that's when you're like, okay, is it like in good yeah. days and in bad, or is it like richer or poorer? Like, do I love you as much, and will I serve you with my whole heart in these situations? Like I said, I would. That's right. I hope I can. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. But going through that, going through that season with him, I was like, I. This is it. Like this is a conviction of mine now. Like yes. we have had some rocky, rough, bad days, and I can say that I, I meant that. I mean, I mean it now more than I meant it then. That's right. That in good, in good, and in bad. That's um, right. And that's like I think that is like part of walking with the Lord is like these things. I like no, nobody would walk with Jesus for longevity if no one experienced the conviction, mm-hmm. right? Like we, if we all are banking on like one conviction of someone fifty years ago, like okay. Like, um, in the Bible, when I'm, I can't, him blanking on his name. He wrestled with the Lord. Oh yeah. Jacob. Jacob. Yeah. And in the, it literally talks about right there. He says, um, Jacob says to him, like God of like my father, Isaac of Abraham of, and he starts naming all these people. Uh And the Lord says like, from this day forward, I will be the God of like you, like your name. And so it's like, I just butchered that story, but you'll know what I'm talking about. But it was, like, well, I was reading some commentary on it from Winky, mm-hmm. and he was, like, this is actually, like, foundational because for the first time he wasn't the god of somebody else. Yeah. He's, like, now the god of Jacob. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Jake, and so, like... I have chills. That's really good. But it's, like, isn't that so true? Mm-hmm. It's, like, mm-hmm. until until you're the one wrestling with God and you come out of it, maybe with the limp, but until yeah, you totally. come out of it, he's not your god. He's, like, someone else's that you've heard of and you're banking on. Right? Like, Jacob totally. Jacob knew that he knew that he knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, my I, my dad knows, my granddad knows, mm-hmm. my great-granddad knows. He's like in this wonderful lineage of, like, a... Right? Yeah. yeah and then forward. he's like, but the Lord's like, until you've done it, you've wrestled, and you have it as a conviction. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not with you, and you're not with me. It's really, it's re- it really is, like what you said, it really is fundamental. And I have, like, there's, like, been times where, um, like, when our, we have... Our, our boys are getting older. Oh my gosh! Quickly, literally walked up to the house today, and Maddox looked like a teenager. Uh, he is. He's like a legit teenager. Well, he um, looked like one, and that was <laughs> to me. He's like still a baby, I know. and I'm like, you keep telling me he's aging, and I'm like, no, is he? Not. And then today he was like walking next to your mom, and I'm like, that's a whole. I know it's a whole. It's a whole almost man. Um, but there's like I'm coming. I'm like slowly coming to grips with the Lord in this idea that like I I. I, I think I want him to have to wrestle out yeah. some stuff. Ugh. You know? Scary. Yep. Yeah. I can remember my mom saying to me one time that, um, this is like kind of funny. I, so I was, I was in a car accident, which is what made her think about this. And that she was like in the wait, waiting of finding out if I was okay. So like, this is like really before cell phones are huge. Like I didn't have one. I was grounded yeah, at the time. Yeah. And... <laughs> So, but my dad gets the call on his beeper. Oh, yeah. Okay? Uh-huh. So, he gets the call on his fire, fi- like, his for, he's a volunteer firefighter. Yes. So, he gets the call through a page, I guess, through his beeper. They hear the car, and they're like, oh, dear God. So, my dad's, like, whipping the car around. And my mom said, and if you've ever been in a traumatic experience, you know time slows down. Yeah. And, like, every detail is, like, huge. And so, she's, like, sitting there, and she was, like... In her mind, she was, like, having to call and all these, que- like, all these things into question. And she, I remember her telling me this because I was, like, what a hard thing as a parent to have to figure out. Yeah. And she's, like, okay, like, Sierra's a good girl. Like, Sierra's been in church her whole life. She's, like, I think, like, Sierra loves the Lord. Like, so if she's dying, like, if she, if this is it, if yeah. she's gone, like, 
She'll be okay. She'll be okay. And then she was like, and then she started, she caught herself like, but like, don't take her from me. Yeah. Like she caught herself like on the flip yes. side of that. She was like, but what if not? And like, don't, please don't take her. Mm-hmm. And then she said, then it was like two minutes of like pleading. And then she was like, I am so sorry. Like she was yours before she was mine. Yeah. Like yeah. she's, she's yours to have. Yeah. And I've done like, I've done what I can mm-hmm. and I've given her every tool to know and to walk with you. Yeah. And she's like, if 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 I'm about to roll up to my baby being gone, she's like, then, Lord, help me to, like, depend on to you every day it. forward. Yes. Because yes. she's she was yours before she that's was right. mine. And I remember when my mom told me that, I was like, wow, that's like... For, at first, I was giving her a hard time because I don't like... I, at the time, I was like a stupid teenager. And I was like, mm-hmm. ew, emotions. Yes. And so I was like, oh, gosh, what a horrible thing to pray. <laughs> you know, I was like, how dare you <laughs> want me to be away <laughs> And I just remember her saying, she was like, Sierra, it's just the thing is that I had to turn you over to the Lord because yeah. I can't, I, I couldn't make those decisions for you anymore. And yeah. she was like, and that's scary because if, if it were up to me, all of my kids would be God fearing, totally. like a law abiding citizen, you know, yes. she's like, but it's not up to me. It's up to you guys. And I've given every tool that I can yes. to you. And she was like, and then I was like that realization that like you, if you made it out of there, you would have to learn how to walk with the yes. Lord on your own. Yes. And it's like, so it's, I mean, it's not a car accident, but it is the scariest thing to be like. To want your kids, I'm like, I want them. To have to, to figure it to out. To figure it out. Like, I want them to take what we've taught, taught them and to know that they know that they know. Yeah. But ultimately, nothing of that is going to solidify in them until right. they really have to wrestle with the Lord. And they'll probably walk away with limps because we all do. We all do. We like, we all, we always walk away changed. Um, That's right. It's ultimately for our better. It just doesn't always feel better. No. Gosh, no, it does, no, it doesn't. You you even mentioned it in marriage. Like, Ethan and I, when we first got married, like, we had a hard time. Like, it was a hard season. And I remember, like, we were just talking about this yesterday. We're like, it is, it is kind of crazy that, like, all the vows that we've taken, like... We've, we, we have stood by those yeah. and it has been hard. Yeah. Like there's not, like, it's not always like this easy Facebook, Instagram, like totally. profile, you know, yes. like there's been like real loss and real tears shed and mm-hmm. like real hurt, real hurts. Yeah. But like the Lord is always like, if you will come to him mm-hmm. with the heart that's yielded, mm-hmm. like he's always ready to give you the conviction mm-hmm. to like, to carry out those vows. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. He's always he's always willing and ready to wrestle with you because he wants us to be more like him. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's just so sweet. Like I think it's like a weird sweet. It is a weird sweet. You're like, come wrestle with me because you'll leave better. Yeah. But it's like, I don't want to wrestle. Yeah. You ever like see like you see like moms or like they're like their their toddlers are getting really curious and they're starting to explore. I think it's like easier maybe for boy moms. I I felt like I had to do this a lot where I'm just like you're going to go do something and you're going to get hurt. Oh yeah, like for sure. Like climbing for sure. on the brick wall and you're going to jump off and I'm just for like sure. having to watch you do it, you know, like yeah. I'm just going to watch you do this thing. <laughs> it's the worst. You're going to learn a really big lesson when you get done with this right. because I've already said like, hey, that doesn't look like the safest thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Please don't do that. You're going to get hurt. And then you did anyways. And I feel like it's like one of those moments where you're like, yep. <laughs> this isn't going to land this in the emergency room, but it, it's going to sting a little. Um, but yeah. after that, it's like, okay, you'll never forget that. Like that was a lesson that, you learned. And That's right. Maddox had this, um, he learned a lesson like this in front of a lot of people mm-hmm. at um, our event this weekend. Oh, yeah. He had a stinging lesson, and we've been talking about it a, f- a little bit. And, uh, A, I'm just so grateful for our family. Yeah. Our church family. Yes. Who loves our children. Deeply. Because 
um, this situation could have been really embarrassing and really like uh, he made a bad choice and it was in front of a lot of people and got called out for it. Yeah. And it could have, like that type of a situation I feel like can either like push people away or bring people in. Yes. And we are surrounded with just people who love Jesus so much and love our children so much that absolutely Maddox was brought in close. Yes. Like, he really, he had a new understanding. Of, Thank you, Lord. I know, really precious, but it, it's still stung. Oh, for sure. But I'm like, dude, you're never going to forget that. He's like, I will never, <laughs> I will never forget that. That is yes. lesson that will stick with me. Gosh. I'm glad he, like, that's like a young age to learn it you know totally I had like the first stinging one I had was when we moved here to college station like the one that was like that like well marked me would never leave me like the first time I had been like Uh uh-huh oh that's inside of me (laughs) yes and it was like right when we moved here and I was 21 so look at him I know look at him I do I know I'm like I I was like part of that part of that conversation was like the reason that you had the reason that that person had to have that conversation with you is because he knows that he didn't learn these lessons until much later in life, and he's trying to impart wisdom to you that right. he know he wishes he would have had at That's fourteen, right. and now you have it at fourteen. Like it's kind of cool. It is really cool. It's really cool. Yeah, but still stung. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, so what you got, girl? Okay, kind of. It kind of actually it does go with all of this in a little different turn, but about mostly about like keeping like keeping conviction. Mm-hmm. And so so Ethan got hurt at work and it's been like crazy 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 since then. But he basically he herniated his L5S1 disc and that part has been like a really long journey to figure out, yeah. but that's not what this is about. But what it is about is that he cannot walk. So Wednesday it's okay. Um but Wednesday <laughs> Wednesday he came home from work and he was like I mean, he could barely walk. So I took him to the emergency room, blah, blah, blah. They couldn't figure out what's wrong. And then so it's been six days of almost seven, because tomorrow's Wednesday, of trying to figure out, like, what's wrong with him and why he's not able to walk. And I was telling – I think I I was, like, first formulating these words to Lee, but then I think I articulated it when I was, like, talking to my other friend, Sierra. Mm -hmm. And – but basically, I was, like – feeling like there would be moments of like real frustration Mm -hmm. because I'm doing, I was like now doing the role of two parents as one parent with like three kids and now an extra person to care for, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So Ethan's out and he's like now another person to care for, which thank you Lord. And, but so there would be like moments of real frustration where I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how to get like kid here, get to the doctor, get Ethan cared for. Like, how do I, like, all the roles that Ethan does in a day-to-day basis that can usually go unnoticed, I'm like, all of a sudden I'm doing them too. And he's, like, graciously trying to add things to the list because he's, like, that has to get done. And I would, like, feel, like, in myself, I would, like, start to feel, like, really frustrated. And I was like, why is this frustrating me so much? And I, and I was like, and then I'd feel guilty because I felt frustrated. And I'm like, Ethan would never choose this. Like, he's a good man. He, right. like, he would never be like, you know what he's I want today? He's not a lazy today? man. He's not. He, his work ethic is insane. And he's a good, and he's a good father and he's a good husband. And so he's like, he's just wonderful, even when he's at home. Yeah. And I, so I'm like, was like, why am I frustrated with this? And so I was like trying to sort through these feelings and be like, this is silly. I'm not, I don't actually think I feel frustrated. I think maybe I feel like. 21st century Eid. 
that's how I, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I didn't really feel frustrated. I felt spoiled. Yeah, yeah. Is probably yeah. how I felt. And so then I started, like, as, like, the week has, like, gone on, I was, like, trying to f- sort through these emotions and, like, really, like, figure out, articulate well what was going on in my heart. And what what I think ended up happening was, is that I was, I ended up feeling really empowered. And I thought that was, like, a really weird thing to feel because I'm, like, I'm at my full capacity. Yeah. Like, today, this three hours I've been at Leanne's house is the first time I've been alone or had, like, a moment to think by myself yes. in five days. Yes. And so I'm, like... I've been at max capacity and I, but I felt really empowered and I was like, why do I feel empowered? Like that's such a weird, like I understood the frustration, but I'm like, why do I feel empowered? Yeah. And the thing about it is, is I think because this is the role that the Lord actually created for Adam and Eve, Mm. like Adam's job was not to tend in the home or even in like in the scheduling, his job was to work and Eve's job was to tend Mm -hmm. and her job was to take care of their children and her job like it the way it was created was this like this was the role she was supposed to fulfill yeah like had they needed a doctor you know what I mean she would have been making the appointments and like nobody would have been like that's a grown man he can't make his appointments like no it's her joy and her honor and her duty to like to serve like and that's that is the fulfillment that the lord Mm -hmm. has placed on her and like there would not have been like any any question like the lord's like i created a place for you it's called eden this is the role i've put you in your job is to tend yes like adam is gonna work he's gonna work with me and you're gonna take care of these things we're gonna reconvene at the end of the night and we're gonna go about you know what i mean like we're gonna take our stroll in the sunlight and so i was like it all made sense why I felt empowered. And it was yeah. because for the first time and probably a long time, I took, I took the frustration out of it. I took this spoiled mentality that like whatever Ethan does at home, I'm grateful for it. And totally. Lord, please don't stop. But yes. I'm like, I took it out. And then I started to feel like I, I was fulfilling the thing that the Lord actually placed over all women on our mantles. Like yeah. it's not just my calling, right? Yeah. He put this over every woman's mantle. Like, if you are a married woman, and even if you're not, like, your job is to tend. Yeah. So, like, if you're single, like, and your room's a mess, speaking to myself and I'm married, <laughs> like, that is, that is like, your your duty and your honor. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the thing that the Lord put over you. And it is not, it is not, like, this is why I busted out this Elizabeth yeah. Elliot book. Because it's not a, like, a chore, if that makes sense. Like, uh-huh. the Lord didn't, like, design this to be restrictive and to be, like, you're oh, in a yeah, house. Yeah. Like that's your role, like, how dare you speak out, that's not, like, that's not his heart, yeah. like, right, when he created Eden, he wasn't, like, how can I make Eve's life really yeah. suck, where can I make her asleep, what can I make her asleep, yeah, to? how can I put her in some bondage, like, mm-hmm. no, he made Adam a helper, yeah, to, to do the things that Adam's brain is not, yeah, wired to do, yeah. that's your job, like, that's, that's our literal, mantle placing like that is what the lord is like put over every woman that's good and so i was like i felt empowered because i was operating in a way that wasn't begrudging to ethan it was like i can do this like if he's called you to it he'll equip you through it you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it was like all of a sudden like i can do this like do i need do i need some help would extra hands be wonderful for sure yes but I'm like, am I capable of making phone calls while I'm driving and getting things done and yeah. like getting, I'm like, yes, I can do all of these things and care for my husband well without punishing him. Yeah. 
it with my attitude. Yes. Right? Yes. And so I, then I was like, I went home and I was like, I've read this in a book somewhere. <laughs> and so I was reading from Elizabeth Elliot and it's like, let me be a woman. And it's about the proportional equality and it's like chapter 36. But I just liked this one part that she said, marriage is not a 50-50 proposition. And as soon as it is thought of as such, it becomes a power struggle mm. with scorekeeping to make sure one doesn't outdo the other. If I do this, then you have to do that. I have, she says, I have read marriage contracts in which every household chore was actually designated to one or the other. The wife would make breakfast, see that the children are dressed and fed on Tuesdays. And she goes on and she's yeah. like, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, the husband does it all Monday, Wednesday, Friday. They take turns on the chores that they don't like. And if, um, and their weekends are spent splitting the outside chores. And she said, can you imagine calling such an arrangement a marriage? Could it be anything more than a business partnership? But some call it freedom or maturity. And then she said, well, then what is the person it's supposed to be? Like, if it's not 50-50, yeah. what is it? And she said, that's the wrong question. If you were heirs together of a great aunt's estate, you might ask it, but it is grace we are talking about, the grace of life. Your equalities have been delineated, equal, you're equally sinners, you're equally responsible, you're equally in need of grace, mm -hmm. and you are equally the objects of that grace. That's where the 50-50 matter ends. You take up life as a husband and a wife and you start laying down your lives, not as martyrs, not as doormats um, or making a special bid for sainthood, but as two lovers who have needed and received grace and who know very well that they are going to keep on needing and receiving it every day that they live together. There is great relief in not having to be equal. Home is a place where we ought, we ought to be allowed to be unequal and everyone knows everyone else's inequalities and knows furthermore that is that it is the inequalities that make the home work. Yeah. And so I was like, I, duh. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the Lord didn't intend for Adam and Eve to have 50-50 share. Mm -hmm. He didn't intend for there to be like any kind of power struggle. He yeah. gave them both a job and he gave all of us like, a call I don't want to say calling because I'm like a calling is like I could move here the Lord's calling yeah. me to do this but he gave us each an identity mm -hmm. and a role in the marriage and when you did take those vows when we did stand before people and we like committed to laying down our lives for another person mm -hmm. that we love it's like the the power struggle has to go yeah the I mean like and she listed it out if you if you're splitting your days like that like is that a marriage? Right. No. And is there like is there a percentage? Yeah. I'm like, there's no percentage. Yeah. There is no 50-50. There... Like it's not even a comparison. No. It's like Ethan has a distinct role. Mm -hmm. And I, I am grateful for everything that he's done outside of that distinct role that the Lord has yeah, placed on yeah. him. Like that stuff is, that is wonderful. That's because he's a good man and yeah. he loves his wife. Yeah. And he knows how to serve people. Mm -hmm. But like... The gifting is that I, you, me, you, everyone listening, every woman listening, every single lady listening, like you also have a role and you can fulfill that role without the help of someone else. Does that make sense? Like mm -hmm. if you're, if like, I don't need Ethan to fulfill my role of tending, yeah. like Ethan doesn't have to help me take out the trash and pull the trash to the curb. He does those things, yeah. but he doesn't have to. Like, the role that the Lord put me in, you will feel equipped and you will feel empowered if you can lay down 
the power struggle. Yeah, that's good. If you can lay down, like, this idea that, like, oh, that's his, that's his duty. Yeah. Like, why would I do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... I shouldn't have to have to. How dare he ask me on his night of the week to cook? You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. also, if y'all have that schedule, kudos, because I'd be cooking all the nights of the week. <laughs> but I'm just like, so that, that was, I don't know if that was a long epiphany, but basically just like, we we do have a a fulfillment and a role from the Lord that is not meant to dimin- like diminish you. He, that's not his heart. Yeah. His heart isn't for women to be these like, servants that just like wait hand and foot and are never seen or helped or loved on Mm -hmm. that's not like that wasn't his heart for Eve and that's not his heart for us yeah but like somehow we've become really spoiled in the mentality that like it's owed to us like marriage marriage is owed to you and the role of your husband is owed to you and the role of and it's not that way like you we're both like she said like we're both sinners and we're both need grace and we're two lovers who said like I hate that word, but we're, like, two people <laughs> who've, like, said, like, we both need the Lord, and we both will lay down our lives and serve one another, yeah. and when you have that heart without the grumbling, yes. you feel empowered to yeah, do the things the Lord's called of you. That's true. It's true. Right? Yes. That was kind of mind-blowing to me. That's awesome. But, um, shout out to Ethan. Shout out to Ethan for being hurt. Yeah, for and me. giving me an epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. You wouldn't have had that epiphany with a grumbling heart. I wouldn't. Right? If you no. were, like, focused on how frustrated you were and how unfair the situation is and these doctor's appointments aren't going how we want them to go. Like, that could yeah. literally eat up your entire mental space. Yeah. And it would affect every aspect of how you how you, how you, you are a wife to him, how you serve him, how you minister to your children in this, how yeah. you do your job. Like, that, that, that sort of attitude, it, like, creeps into to every... And quickly and so quickly and and it feels so right because the enemy's like you deserve totally. this girl and the world would even tell you like yeah. everything in our culture would say like this is not okay this is unfair sierra like mm-hmm. i'm so sorry that happened mm-hmm. like gosh mm-hmm. and i'm like it is a bummer that that happened to ethan yes it's for a sure big bummer for sure yes but like my heart doesn't have to be ugly because of it that's right and so it's like a perfect perfect like if we have if like the lord has given us everything we need that's right anything we don't have right now we don't need it that's like okay in this situation when this does feel frustrating and this doesn't like appointments aren't going our way and we're not getting the answers that we need like okay lord like you're still good there are still things that my heart can be thankful for my husband is like alive yeah he didn't need that l5s1 disc not yet not uh the lord said you ain't need this today (laughs) I'm just kidding. But you're right. It is like, it is the perfect, like, we have everything we need. We have everything we need. when you take your eyes off, like, off of, like, who the Lord is and how he intended things to be, no doubt you're going to be full of grumbling. Yes. And you're going to be full of frustration. And anxiety and about all sorts of stuff that you can't even control. That's right. But take it to the Lord, wrestle with him, and get, like, get a true conviction that's like fundamental to your walk with the yeah. Lord so that like when these things happen again you're not like yeah. you're not the Wondering, person like yeah like being waiting like on somebody uh, else's truth or testimony to yeah like be your life you have it secret. and you fought for it yes so that's all we have for today that's it but we are yeah like we said we're really excited for October and we have some friends coming and like one of them I'll talk about one and Ali can talk about the other. Okay. So we have a friend um we're gonna have her on the podcast. Her name's Becca Jones. Rebecca Jones. Shout out to the Joneses. Uh, yeah. Not related. No, listen, I'll be left out. Mm-hmm. I'll change my last name. 
Um, just kidding. Um, so she's coming and she actually, we've mentioned it before. She's like learning how to, um, help women battle hormonal health and just like taking control of your body and like caring about the things that like we put in them, on them, around them. Yeah. (laughs) And just really like wanting to help heal hormone imbalances and get your body into control to know how you like process things, metabolize things, a bunch of really cool stuff. And Leanne and I got the opportunity to be in her beta group before Mm -hmm. she launches. And so we're like, we're doing the process now so that when we all have her on the podcast, we can like have some good details for you, some good experience and just get to know like what the Lord thinks about hormones and what Becca thinks about hormones. Yeah. And she has like a really cool story because she has like used her knowledge to heal her body. Yeah. To like actually make a difference in her own health and well-being. That's right. Which I think is always cool because I'm like all these doctors who know all of the things about all yes. the things and like it's just textbook stuff. They didn't fight for that conviction. Becca fought for this that's conviction. Right. That's why she can stand on Let's it. Let's go Becca. And so she's going to share with us. It's going to be super cool. I was super excited. Sierra and I are both migraine sufferers. Yes. And so we're just like praying like okay maybe this is like maybe there's going to be a some hormone. light yeah. shed to like what we can do. Yes. Because we're like constantly constantly talking about Who's got a migraine? Oh, literally. It's like, <laughs> we're basically a pharmacy. We're like, hey, you got a pill? I got a pill. You got a pill? I need a pill. <laughs> okay. And then we have one other guest coming yeah, on. She is a dear friend. She's been around our church and our Chi Alpha ministry for years. So um, wonderful. She's an intern this year with Chi Alpha. Her name is Charity Summer. And Uh-oh. she is incredible. Literally, the girl, her, I'm, I don't know if I know another young girl with her work ethic and with her drive and with Crazy. her like perseverance, like she just keeps going. She every time I see her, she's just like she's on mission, still doing her yes. thing, doing what the Lord has asked her to do, doing what her uh, bosses have asked her to do yeah. with a joyful heart and with so and, much fun and excels at it. Yes, she brings she, so much fun. She brings so much fun. So I think like the biggest example is. Over the summer, Sierra and I mentioned, we went to CMC together. We went to Church in the Mountains together. We'd done all this. And Charity was, like, the, like, one of the driving forces That's behind, right. like, the amped-upness oh, of yeah. children's ministry. I was never involved in children's ministry, but I'm like, our kids have it good. Yeah, they do. They have it so good. And Charity, her, um, her passion and her love and her, uh, her, just her attitude and her fun, she just is, like, she just... It just, like, seeps out of her. That's right. Into everyone. And the fact that I'm like, I know you're so tired. I know that you are so poured out right now. But she just, like, she gets it together and she she just keeps going. Yes. She does all over again. And our kids are so blessed because of it. They're, like, they're they're learning to love Jesus in really, like, fundamental ways. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're, like, screaming at the top of their lungs. Yes. Worshipping. She's, like, hoarse all the time. All of the time. And she's got the, she's, she's got an awesome voice. I just can't. I'm, like, yeah. my nasally self on here. No. She's going to sound so cool. Um, but I'm, like, from, like, rap songs to, like, being on their face and yeah. weeping and, like, sharing, like, what the Holy Spirit is speaking to them. It's, like, all happens in one night. Yes. And, like, the, the ground will be shaking because of the music they're playing. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, every time. <laughs> I know. Oh, die, oh, one, three, yeah. or whatever they're saying. I'm like, I hear it constantly. Um, shout out Colby. But uh, he doesn't, he's like never listen, he'll never <laughs> listen to this. Um, but all of that, and then, but it all just like, it's not just the fun 
that's important. It's not just like what they're learning about Jesus, although that would be yeah the thing and the important thing. But it's like it, it all they get it all. They get that's it right. All when they're with her, and so and we get to have her. We get to have her here, and she grew up with like all these brothers. She's like the oldest sister of all these mm-hmm. boys, and so I just have like a really special place in my heart for her. You're like, like I'm, I'm her girl. older I'm mom, kind of like you. Yeah, I got all these boys in my house. <laughs> You're like I'm not like a sister to them, but <laughs> they is my kids. We were talking at church, and I was like. Y'all, can I just tell you, boy bathrooms are gross. And she was like, I know. She was like, I feel you deeply on this. I'm like, you do know. You have all those boys in your house. For sure. We had like a little moment together. And we're really excited to have her. We don't really have like a a topic yet. But before we do, if we we get this planned out, it would be really cool to like have you guys ask her some questions. She is just a God-fearing, wonderful single woman Mm -hmm. who is like... Poured out kingdom. for the Lord. Yeah. yeah. She's really wonderful. And it's going to be our honor to have her on here. Totally. And so Becca. If you've got questions for Becca, you've got questions for Charity, we would love to be able to like bring them mm-hmm. some stuff to we'll like. Do, we'll do a more organized ask, but sure. after this one airs, we'll be like, now that you know. Now that you know what's going on. And so, yeah, just expect a gift to be drawn, a name to be drawn for the gift soon. Tell me again what all they had to do. Okay. They had to, um, it's an engagement. Yes. Post. So they needed to like all of our posts for the month. Mm-hmm. They needed to at least share one reel and tag us mm-hmm. and comment on stuff. And the tagging was important because we can't We see cannot it. trace it if they did not tag it. Okay. Um, so we're really excited. It's going to be really fun. We are like getting all the gifts together. We're la- waiting for one last thing and then yeah. it is shipped out, ready to draw a name. Full transparency. Forgot about the grease thing. So sorry. You'll just have yeah. to take we're very sorry. maybe a picture. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just take our mims. Um, it was wonderful. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think that should be good and we're excited. Yeah. And the hope is we'll see you next week. Yeah. Hey y'all. Thanks for joining us today on Harvest. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. And come hang out with us on Instagram. And as always, thanks for listening.